Hi, and welcome to a small, medium, at large podcast. I'm your host, Gail Heisen, bringing you intimate stories that heal. Today, <laughs> today we have Dr. Khalid El Sayed, who lives in Cairo, Egypt. He's one of our earlier guests who's come back to share more history of Egypt. It's actually been just a little over a year since the last time you were on our show, and we're really happy to have you back. Exactly, me too. Thank you. Let me tell you a little bit of, about Dr. Khalid. He holds a PhD in Egyptology. His master's degree topic was chapter 151 of the Egyptian Book of the Dead with his PhD in the cult of Mantu. He is currently a tour guide in Egypt who will take you to the most magical places there. Today, he will be discussing ancient Egyptian beliefs. Let's welcome Khalid here today. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, actually, uh, nice meeting you. Uh, and I'm glad to be here with you talking to the audience. And you will enjoy our show today, I believe. So. I'm, I'm very excited about these topics. And I have a list of questions here. And we can just take them one at a time. And you can talk about as much as you want in the answer. So I thought sure. we'd start with learning about what the ancient Egyptian beliefs about life and death are. Yeah, that's very interesting. Uh, Egyptian used to believe in uh, life and death very different than us today. So we believe that we, we have earthly life, which is very important for us. We're trying to enjoy it and uh, uh, give it much importance. Uh, and also we believe about Almost all religions, uh, almost, uh, believe that after our life, uh, our body will be gone, and uh, we, we, our soul will be judged, and will go to paradise or hell, up to what you did during your life. Uh, we share the ancient Egyptians in that part, which is the judgment day. So uh, if you did good, or you did bad. But uh, Egyptians, first we'll talk about that. that that's that's the, 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 we share in that. But ancient Egyptians uh, uh, think very different about life and death uh, than us. So uh, their life is just very little part, which is a, a, a prepare, so, so they prepare themselves in that, in that part for the real life, which is eternity. Ah. So, and also there is the they don't believe that they will go to hell or paradise. They believe that they will they will ensure their eternity as exactly as they used to have exactly as the life they have on earth, because Egyptians used to believe that they they live in paradise, the Nile Valley, and the justice. They live in, and the 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 the, the, the rights they get, uh, they enjoy life whatever they are, and that's paradise for them. So all they look for get their life back. So uh, so uh, life for them is just preparing for the eternity. All they think about the eternity. So is that are you saying that the ancient Egyptians believed that? the time they were on with a physical body on earth 
was yeah. just was really a short time because they were really preparing for the real life, which is the place that they go to in eternity. That's after they drop the body, which is their life, mm -hmm. but but eternal life. So I, I the good example we'll talk about the Pharaoh because that's that's what we 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 got lots about them uh, written. Mm -hmm. in papyrus on uh, coffins on on their tombs we got lots about you know we 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 did know a lot about their beliefs and of course we know uh, we know about their trip through the underworld from the egyptian book of the dead which written in their tombs or on papyrus with them so we'll talk about the pharaohs while the egyptians used to have the same trip same beliefs uh, but because we have the documents and the monuments belong to the pharaohs, so we'll talk about the pharaohs. Mm -hmm. So, uh, uh, as I said, life for, for the pharaoh is preparing for the afterlife. Uh, uh, death is, uh, uh, you don't have the word death, the trips you will make through the underlife, it's very, it's very important. Why? Because up to this trip, you will get your, your eternity or you will be gone forever. That's the worst thing could happen to an Egyptian, more, more than hell for us. So uh, to be in eternity or not to be. So uh, the trip will, 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 will decide, the trip will, will be your faith, you know, your, will, will, this will direct you to, to the eternity. So what is the trip? So uh, Egyptians, before we go to the, that point, Egyptians believe that they are a body, to make it simple for the audience, uh, believe that they are shape and the car and the body. To be Khalid, uh, alive talking to you now, I need my shape, which is now is my body. Mm -hmm. It could be my statue, it could be my name, it could be my carving in the wall, or anything belong to me, that's my shape. Uh, I need the car inside me to be alive, and I need the bar, which is almost the soul we believe in, together. So the car and bar together in my body to be alive. If someone will start a trip, we call dead. Uh, so so the, the, the car will come out, and the bar will come out, stay with the body, 70 days of mummification, then we will bury the body with both the car and uh, seal the tomb, then right away, Zaba will leave the tomb from the false door. Any tomb should have a false door, should have a coffin, should have a mummy. That's that's to ensure the, the process of the, uh, to get the eternity. So Zaba will leave the, the false door and the trip will start uh, difficult time you will face. Scarab will try to eat you. Gods and goddesses, got doors you have, they have they, they, you need them to open their doors for you to pass. And the most difficult part, which is the judgment day, where you will be judged if you are good or bad. Two scales, heart on one, your heart on one, and a feather on the other scale. The feather uh, presents goddess Ma'at, Ma which no translation for the Ma'at, but the closest is justice. 
is a good act or yani you need your heart should be equal as the mind you need to have justice if the, the heart is heavy uh, it will drop that means you got lots of hate, lots of hate if the heart is if the other the feather dropped and uh, that means the the heart is light got no love for the people around and got no justice so uh, right mm. if since since what we've seen or know of from the ancient is the uh tombs that have been dug up which probably was not the right thing to do i don't know i, I realize we're learning the history but at the same time i hope that those spirits aren't upset that their bodies were taken in and mummified and sent to museums around the world and things like this they should yeah. all probably have resided where they should be but uh my question is what about like because when i was in egypt what and i went to the tombs it was usually all people that were of a higher class of wealth or they were buried with many uh valuable things what about the poor egyptians did they receive this in the ancient times did yeah. they receive the same type of a burial or uh not not in 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 that quality you know of course if you are rich you have the best quality in, in everything if right. uh, boor used to have used to have the same beliefs uh and we'll talk about different eras uh the era of building the pyramids all the kingdom then the era of the new king until the end of the civilization the early days only the pharaoh used to do the trip mm-hmm. used to do it in behave of the egyptians that's why the egyptians uh in millions uh spending spending three four months each year during the flooding the flood time and the flood of the nile uh building a pyramid not for the actually that's not for the pharaoh that's for themselves because the pharaoh will do the trip in behave of them so instead of them or presenting them if he succeeded they will succeed because he will get his life back as a king and they will get their life back as egyptians with the pharaoh so 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 they believe that that they are building the pyramid for themselves as the pharaoh but later on in the new kingdom middle class became huge the economy be, became very good so each one used to have his own uh, his own trip so uh, but poor used to have poor people used to have less qualities than the rich people but all used to have their own trip but they are aware about what we do today yes maybe we'll take that this the, the monuments out maybe we'll take the coffin out if you go to any tomb you'll see every single corn the name of the king like not like the collection of king tut you see his uh, cartouche every single way where every single uh, corner uh, on, on the monuments on the wall hidden somewhere so they know that maybe the, their uh, tomb will be destroyed so something will be there so when the spawn will come back through the false door uh uh and that's what i i should complete why well, i i was talking about the judgment day mm-hmm. and i was talking about the scales so uh if if the scale is equal which is always equal by the way some somehow 
So Egyptians, like, they do nothing wrong. So they, they, I, did, I don't see, we didn't discover any document or papyrus talking about someone tortured because he did, he did bad. Mm -hmm. So always uh, the best, the, the trial. And Osiris will decide to get your life back after that. So Osiris, Osiris is sitting, the ship god of the underworld, and you will pass that, that trip, get in your life back. Then the bath will come back to the tomb to be recognized. That's that's the point we are talking about now. So the bath will come back through the false door with the help of the magical spells on the door, looking for the deceased to be recognized, the shape, not necessarily the body. Anything belong to to the deceased. Uh, uh, as soon as he he recognizes himself, he will be resurrected in heaven. They located the heaven behind the moon. So uh, so that's very much about the 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 what we call death. So uh, that's it is a trip ended by eternal life, and, and the life is preparing for that trip. And what are you saying is behind the moon? Is that where the eternal place is? Or is that exactly behind the moon? So, behind the moon. So because you would say, okay, how is he thinking this way? No one of them resurrected. Yes, the 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 are they are magicians. They believe in magic. So what's what what doesn't make sense to you? Uh big deal for them. And Actually, the gut believes to, to move 50 tons stones from another hill on the other side of the Nile to the pyramid site to build that huge two million and a half pieces of stones. So that's a very strong belief, very strong belief behind that. No yeah. slavery, you know, you know, sometime in Hollywood, most of the times you show slavery in ancient Egypt never happened. Uh, we got only captives in the new kingdom. We became an empire. So like, which the famous king, Ramses II, in his temples, you see that he captured uh, captives after the war, after his wars. Uh, and he used to use captives to build temples and to work for free. That those are the only slaves we got which uh, instead of killing them, he used to use them to build temples. So uh, Egyptians not really into killing and torturing and stuff like that. But no. they are, yeah, but they are kind of aggressive with the enemies of Egypt. You can see that there's some aggression on the temples for the enemies of Egypt. But of any, between Egyptians, the Pharaoh and the Egyptians, he will not, Pass the judgment day if he got no justice with the rest of uh, with his people. I like your image of yeah. the scales and putting the heart on the scale. That's like the perfect body yeah. to represent the soul of the person. And uh, if they have a heavy heart, that they've maybe had a lot of 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 anger or hatred or things in their body that they're still yes. carrying with them in the death. But if they lived a lighter, happier, more compassionate, loving life, then the heart would weigh lighter. I exactly. think that's a beautiful- uh, Or equal, equal skills, yeah. So yeah. that's, uh, it's also something you can imagine. 
So, uh, and it's part of the Egyptian uh, book of the dead. So the, the, Egyptian of, the Egyptian book of the dead is the guidebook. It's, it's like when you travel, you, you need a guidebook with you. So uh, to be to, to be sure that you are you will be safe, to be sure that you'll have an, uh, you'll use every single minute in that trip to be happy or to to uh, explore uh, another country. Uh, also, you need to know every single detail about this trip, otherwise you're stuck. So that's very much the guidebook the Egyptians use to to best the trip. Now the only book I ever heard of before was, the Tibetan book of the dead, but I had never heard that there was, an, I'm wondering if every culture has their own book of the dead, where they yeah. decide what for them and their culture, their beliefs are. So is, yeah. have you ever looked at the Tibetan book of the dead or was that written around the same time as the Egyptian book of Not the really. dead? Not I, I believe, I believe the ancient Egyptian book of the dead, the, the most, uh, most uh, ancient book. It's the oldest. So the, the earliest. So, uh, because the Egyptians, the, the earliest to have a written language uh, uh, that way, and also the earliest to uh, invent uh, paper, papyrus, papyrus, to write that on. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, also they used to write that on the stones, on the coffin, in the pyramids, the first pyramid, which Unas pyramid, close to Saqqara, which is about 4,000. 400 years almost so from today so that's very very uh, long i mean is that is that temple in called sakara uh onas temple uh onas pyramid pyramid is that in sakara in sakara so that's very important pyramid pyramid because that's the first, the first pyramid got written texts uh the earliest for humans. So uh, uh, when I so was there, I, I brought some of my dad's ashes because he wanted to be cremated. And yeah. I, I spread some of the ashes there at that temple. And then mm. I had a powerful, like spiritual connection to my dad. And yeah. very wonderful uh, experience to do that there. I waited yeah. over Egypt. I had taken a small batch of his ashes with me because I just felt it should go to Egypt but I yeah. didn't where and I when I went to that place I felt because I kept carrying it in my purse and when I got mm. there I said this is the place for my dad <laughs> it, it got, <laughs> actually it got magic I mean it, it, it's uh, especially the the pyramid of Giza mm -hmm. when you go there Saqqara also and Unas pyramid got, got that you feel kind of positive waves and affection uh, uh, that you don't want to leave. I mean, do not, do not visit every day. If, in, if, in fact, if I, I didn't realize I, they, they, the temple had closed and I was still standing there by myself in front of there crying with the ashes. Yeah, and I got yeah. supported by two military guys with machine guns yeah. out. My yeah. family had already left, you know, but I was so, yeah. and I didn't, when I went to the front of the temple, I just sort of went there like, okay, this feels okay. Yeah. But then I had a, an, just a magnificent, a spontaneous experience there. Yes, I, I, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Magical place for sure. So did you visit again or just did that? Well, I, that, I was only there that one 
that one time than that one trip because we kept going from place to place. But I'd exactly. like to come yeah. back and take a tour with you in the future because sure. there's so much that I've seen in your in your in your uh, Facebook photos of places that yeah. I'm amazed to see that I had not been to. I mean, it's the kind of place you have to go to more than once because there's too much to take in. You just can't do it all in one trip. You need to go there a few times to be able to see everything. Exactly. So just quickly, even though we're talking about ancient, uh, mm. before I go to my next question, I just want to know in current Egypt now, what is, and you know, there's the youth and the young people and what is the views now of um, life and death? Do they carry the same idea about eternity or do they feel that, you know, has that changed or has that still beliefs kept through through all these, yeah. um, this that's, time? That's, that's, that's a very important uh, question, which will clear something. Uh, Egyptians, very different than any other people, even today. Mm -hmm. uh, and you don't realize that. I mean, we are today, Egyptians uh, got three religions, Jewish and uh, Coptics and Muslims. Uh, always, always three religions, always, even during the Islamic uh, um, empire era. Uh, recently in the modern history, I mean, Jewish, some of the Jewish lived to Israel, or, or, but we still get, have, some didn't leave and their families live very little now. So, uh, but always our community is uh, uh, three parts and we live in conciliation and we live together uh, in total conciliation since early days, uh, which is, which is uh, interesting that the, the Egyptian, ancient Egyptian influence mm -hmm. our Christians we call them Coptics. You call so, them uh, Coptics. Coptics. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Coptic, the word Egyptian in, in, in ancient Egyptian language. So that's where that's why we call them Coptics. Why we are we all Coptics in Egypt? We we all the same race. Egyptians always isolated from any uh, civilization, any occupation from other civilizations, like the Greeks, the Romans, the Arabs, never merged. So uh, we have about 95, more than 95% of the population, same race. So uh, uh, three religions. So, so that's unique. So same beliefs. Uh, also, we all talk about eternity. So in, in, the, in the paper, when, you, when, they talk, when they advertise about a death of, from someone from the family or so, Always they write the eternal soul. Mm -hmm. They call him the eternal soul. That's no no, no religion talk about the, the dead as eternal. So Muslims or Coptics or, or Jewish. So uh, also there's influence of the ancient Egyptian uh, cult on our ceremonies in, in churches and in mosques and in, uh, in synagogues, but more in Coptic churches. The, the ceremonies in Coptic churches, more like what we used to do in temples in ancient Egypt, which is very interesting. Nobody knows that, but the way we, 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 we uh, uh, the masses in the church in Coptic language, part Coptic, then Arabic, but 
mainly cult. Uh, also, they do rituals and they do uh, the way they do the masses is very close to what we used to do in the temples. Uh, the decoration also in the mosque, in the sanctuary, you can see some decoration with lotus flower, some desk, uh, whatever, which is very Egyptian also. You will not see that in any other mosque all over the world. You see the same lotus flower uh, emblems of eternity in the churches and in the synagogues. So that's uh, that's Egyptian. Yeah. And the morals, the beliefs we have, the, the way we talk about God to our kids are the same in the three religions. You, you can't really uh, tell who is who when you merge with the Egyptians. But of course, the Jewish is little number, so, but mainly the Coptics and the Muslims, uh, the same people, the same beliefs, but the, the, the Coptics uh, go to the church in their feasts, and the Muslims go to the mosque in their uh, feasts. And, and actually, some feasts we share together, uh, like Easter. That's so I yeah. so there's so then you have synagogues, churches, and mosques. Those, yeah, all those are the three, and everybody synagogues. gets. You know, you have we have uh, tens. I don't I don't want to say hundreds, but all of them open. I mean, uh, while we have almost very little number, the, the only one do the services in downtown in Cairo, because the number is little. And the rest open without services, still open until today. And we did some renovation, we did renovation for those synagogues. So, uh, because they are Egyptian. Uh, so, uh, many people don't know that because media really don't show, uh, always talk about negatives, don't really show positives at all. Right. Not little at all. So, uh, so, so we got images which is. Uh, I have to say, not not uh, not uh, not not related to reality. Right. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> the media shows different things, and it's totally different than what we, the people are actually are actually experiencing. Exactly. If, even if there is negatives, which is there, but you you focus on it, so you think it is it is everything. So. Uh, I so felt the, very the, welcome in in Egypt. I come from a Jewish background, but um, I there's sometimes when you go to some countries and you know they feel something about yeah. Americans, or you don't really feel welcome, and you don't really, you know, you know, yeah. you don't want to do anything that would upset anyone because you want to show your best sides. But in Egypt, I felt the most at home there. I didn't feel at all uncomfortable, and um, the between the food and the weather and everything everything seemed to agree with me there so yeah, felt a connection for that country yeah. that was really positive that's the treasure of the the treasure of the of egypt not not the monuments by the way but the treasure uh, the treasure uh, which is uh, the main pillar for the tourism in egypt people people are friendly and nice to uh, to the to foreigners they like to help for nothing Yes, I, I sometimes sometime annoying, uh, friendly. So. <laughs> well, I've had, I've had a few yeah. guests. I think yeah. one of them's name was Janet Padillo. You might want to check that show out. 
and okay. she, all her work is going to Egypt and being in temples, and she experiences yeah. tremendous spiritual uh, events when she goes. And her yeah. background in her show was a place in Egypt that just yeah. looks like a little, you know, small little place, nothing. And she says it's a very powerful portal to go there mm. and experiencing entering into other worlds. So exactly. I so think you get kind of, mm, kind of happiness when you go back, you, you still remember that it's like like magical dream or so. Yes. Uh, uh, yes, that's that's experience most of the tourists talk about. Even it got affected on me. I am saying, uh, as I said, I go to the pyramids sometime, pyramids site, uh, uh, almost every day. Sometime, I never got bored. So always I do it excited, like like pilgrimage e every day. So always I get uh, positive impact. I I I I you know I I I like to follow documents. I don't really merge between religions and uh, history. So, so I don't want to confuse myself, but all those I follow documents. But still, I, I believe in magic. Egyptians, magicians, and they yeah. believe in magic. Um, I, I believe in that too. So uh, in some places you feel, you feel really some kind of magic will touch you, you know. I'm not not selling Egypt, by the way. I'm just no, I no, I believe that's absolutely true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I want I have a I have a whole bunch of questions about magic, but before yeah. I go to my magic questions, I was wondering about if there was anything more here you wanted to say about eternity being the main yeah. stronghold belief behind miracles. They're miracles. What, yeah, exactly. What do you mean by so, that? Uh, uh, now, Egyptians famous with their, you know, they, they were very advanced in many ways, mm -hmm. in chemistry, in, uh, in, in, uh, in, 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 in all science, uh, astronomy. So, so they became very advanced in all of that because of, of their beliefs. They believe in eternity. So you need to have clothes with you to the afterlife, to be eternal. You need to have your chariots as a pharaoh, as a King Tut collection. You need to have eternal chariot from wood. So you embalm with the wood. You embalm that textile, wigs. You embalm wigs. You, you embalm the body. So do you do mummification for the body? That's not easy. That's, 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 you need to be very advanced in chemistry to do that, yes. so we don't have, we, we can't do that today. If we, if we discover how how to have a t-shirt could stay forever, that's evolution for the industry. So uh, we can't do that. So so they could do that because they believe in that. So that's the miracle. I mean, they, they did miracles uh, in science in many ways. In, in engineering, they built uh, pyramids that size. Uh, they moved stones 50 tons, like a little toy from 20 kilometers from the other side of the night to the side from a hill or a mount, little mountain to the other side. So that's, that's you can't understand that. No. So that's America. But there is a belief behind that, belief in eternity. See, I should do that to be protected, 
to to have a tomb protect no one can demolish mm -hmm. so uh, there is a belief behind that so now after you know after years of that belief uh, lots of miracles we don't understand today so uh, yes uh, the, behind all the miracles of the ancient egyptians a strong belief in eternity mm -hmm. so uh, we'll, uh, i believe that the reason for all the miracles uh, uh, you see also they believe in magic and they used to believe in magic and they used to use magic to do everything to so so uh, i believe in magic also but in different way actually magic will not move a piece of stone from that side to that side but magic in their way you know the magic they got which is the will and the yeah, I mean, discipline and the, the, yeah, I mean, it's a civilization of 3000 years you know constant believe uh through years 3000 we we the egyptians fall in a thousand years so so after Srabs the third the civilization started the country started to shrink weaker and weaker until alexander the great uh, uh occupied the the egypt and then alexander the great became a pharaoh which many people many europeans and or westerns really don't know that so that the alexander the great for us is a pharaoh so he came as as an emperor, and he he Egyptians crowned him as a pharaoh, and he liked that. In his will, he asked it to be buried mummified, and in and to be buried in Alexandria, uh, or see what was it. We we, uh, we we keep looking in both sides. So uh, he became a pharaoh, and the army leaders after him, the Greeks, became pharaohs. So they, they are touched by the Egyptian magic until Cleopatra the seventh, which is the last uh, Egyptian Greek pharaoh, and that's the end of the civilization. So uh, see how long it takes them to fall. So constant uh, believe uh, era after era. Uh, uh, that's I... behind all the miracles you see about or, or you hear about ancient Egypt. I. I too believe in magic, and yeah. I also believe that part of the 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 thing about magic is that it's meant to be kept a mystery, that you're not supposed to know because it takes away from the magic. It, you're just supposed to accept that that it's a magic and that's the way it is. A lot yeah. of scientists want to prove this or prove that, uh, but mm -hmm. I find that some of the things are not meant to be explained it's meant exactly. to just be accepted that it's real in, in our books in our books uh priests used, priests and temples used to do magic the, the story of moses or in all the books actually mm -hmm. they used to do magic and also uh same thing i mean the music what we hear today and music could, can make you happy or make you sad or make yes. you cry music can Give bring you bad, bad memories or good memories or uh, music invented in the ancient egyptian temples as uh, uh, a, a tool of magicians so they do magic by this uh, by music what, so they can affect affect what, the people by the music what's been very popular in fact i'm going to 
experienced one this week, is a lot of people are doing what they call sound healing. Yeah. And they go to a person that's a practitioner who's yeah. learned something about using the tool of the instrument and yeah. you lay down and you have, there's no talking, you just listen to sound. And the sound yeah. can evoke or heal or uh, stir up memories. And uh, when I do my little shamanic blessings in my house here, when some people come to me, if somebody has died or they need some sort of something like that, yeah. uh, all I do with them is play sound on their body with different yeah. things that I have. And I just sort of go out of the way and I feel that the sound is the one that's doing all this work. So yeah. I, in, in ancient Egypt, when they were doing ma magical things, did they actually use spells or were there, you know, like what we associate with magic where they cast a spell exactly. on someone? Yeah, yeah. Talk a so, little bit so, about that and maybe give us an example of a spell or whatever you might yeah. know about spells. Sure. That's actually, you know, the Egyptian book of Zivit, all about maximum 190 some spells. Oh. And, uh, uh, we discovered it mainly in the New Kingdom and on uh, uh, a papy papyrus rolled with the mummy. That's why we called it the, Egy the Egyptian Book of the Dead. It is not the name of the book. Mm -hmm. uh, the name of the book, again, Out to the Light, which is the eternity. Say that again? G getting out to the light. Getting so out to the, the light? Yeah, that's the name of the book. Oh. So, so which the light is the eternity. Mm -hmm. Hollywood used that, by the way. Hollywood may make a fortune of money and <laughs> and uh, fantastic stories from the Egyptian book of the uh, driven from uh, mm -hmm. uh, inspired of that. So that going out to the, most of the horror movies, they show you that that that, that uh, reaches a light, whatever. So that's driven from the Egyptian book of the dead. No, not exactly, of course, but driven from. So uh, that's the name of the book. Begin out to the light which about 990 spells, not always in, in the tombs. On the box, you see the whole, the whole 190. Depend on the deceased and how he will use the spells. Uh, the, book, the book, actually, it's 190 some spells, magical spells. They use it for different, different occasions. Most, mainly, you, you will use most of that, not, not for the dead only, for the living also. Because also, uh, it got uh, moral codes in that book. So uh, we have 10 commitments in our books today. And we got, it, it, we got about 90 some com commitments uh, in that book. So if, if, if and they went, they went really far in morals. So we didn't reach that, we can't reach that today. So uh, some of them, if, 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 if you take a long look, for the wife of the neighbor, you will not pass the judgment day. If you abuse any kid or a woman or animal, you will not pass the judgment day. If you, if you abuse the usage of the knife, of the valley, or the valley, or you... Can you, you, can you clear yourself of the bad things you've done? Like in Christianity, I know people go to... Uh, uh, confession, and that's supposed to get rid of 
the things that yeah. they've done. Is there that something like that so that the person who abused their family or did these things, is there a time in life before death where they can heal of that or does that stay with them forever? Uh, they are not clear about that. It seems like they all did the good act. So they, they believe that they are perfect. So that's that's uh, reflected on their monuments, by the way. They used to carve themselves perfect, perfect shape, body shape. And also, when you never see scenes of someone tortured or did really? bad thing or or threatened that if, if by a god or goddess, that if you didn't do that, you'll go to hell or you'll be... Uh, uh, punished, mm -hmm. so so it they are we didn't discover any tools for torturing, no no discovery for jails or of course of, of, of any of of that. Wow. So so uh, we didn't we we didn't have a clear view for how just to punish. Uh, it's a religion without punishing. <laughs> it seems for me like like you, you, no punishing. I mean, it, it, it's 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 you love what the codes. The codes help yeah. them to keep their life in a more positive organized way. and perfect and consistent. Uh, of course, you just have a system and. Like like, Hor Mohab uh, Stealer, they have punishment, of course. Like like he he, which is the first the first written Stealer talking about corruption. So Egyptians used to fight corruption. So uh, Hor Mohab got Stealer, uh, warned the officers. So anyone will take more than the taxes, he will decide. He will break his nose himself. So, uh, so yes, if, if that's 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 if, if that's the answer, yes, there is some punishment, which which is to keep the codes and the morals uh, in, in in shape mm -hmm. uh, in a certain way. So, uh, and the pharaoh used to be responsible for that. So, uh, and that's the justice what he used to follow. So, uh, and maybe that will take us to another point. Yes. That that the 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 moral codes in that in ancient Egypt and how it is important to pass the judgment day. So if 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 what we call today women rights, kids rights, uh, human rights, animal animals, rights, we we keep talking about that while we didn't reach that. It's it's very difficult to 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 reach that in everywhere for everybody. So uh, they never talk about that. They never talk about women rights, but they always talk about sharing, sharing the pharaoh and queen share the throne. When in the seat of King Tut, got, got them together in same size. She is giving him a massage with oil and give him eye contact. That's love and equal. And they are sharing the sandals. He's wearing the left and she's wearing the right. You can't share a sandal. So his, 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 the message is we share everything, even what you can't share. So, uh, so sharing the throne, that's, that's, that's how they used to uh, govern. Mm -hmm. used to share. No, no president today can do that. 
So even if he do that, he will do it secretly. He can share the wife, uh, but he will never go to uh, the Congress. They, uh, I discussed that with my wife yesterday, and I decided that he is weak, will be out next day. So uh, in ancient Egypt, it's strength. Like if, if, if the pharaoh declared that he decided that he and his wife, the queen, that's the strength because that will send him to the eternity. He is dealing with his wife equal. So uh, also uh, animals, uh, kids, uh, elder, uh, all got, uh, just, uh, and that's the ma'ad, by the way. So, uh, so all those uh, rights actually used to be in the ancient Egyptian beliefs uh, without talking about them. So uh, you can see them in the temples, you can see them in the texts, uh, the way they live, uh, and also clear in the Egyptian book of the dead that you have to do this and that. So, uh, so is, the, uh, is the Egyptian book of the dead something that a person could purchase that's written in English with that title? Or is that, so that's how it, and is there just one, is it just one writing of that? Uh, no, actually, uh, most of the, uh, the, the many famous pharaohs and also nobles and uh, governors in ancient Egypt used to have proper tombs. And some of them very religious and used to have the nice copies of the full copies of the Egyptian Book of the Dead. Mm -hmm. We discovered many of them and in the 19th century things wasn't really organized and in shape so people used to sell it in the black market in mm -hmm. pieces, cut it to pieces because it's a few meters. So you can see, be, today, you can see pieces of that papyrus in, uh, in, uh, in Vienna, part in New York, in Metropolitan, part in uh, Cairo Museum, because you sell it as pieces. But the best piece ever, colored as, uh, as made yesterday, and the papyrus is, is as it is, Annie's papyrus, which is in London Museum. So Annie's papyrus, the best copy, and translated by Budge. So uh, you can buy the copy of that translated to English from uh, from anywhere. So uh, so that's the best copy. And uh, I didn't complete the answer. Yes. Actually, that's the part about the monarchs in the Egyptian book of the Dead. But the rest of the book is. Uh, is uh, uh, got, uh, magical spells for you, the disease will use through history. So spells, the, the priests will recite during doing the mummification for the 70 days, which acting as Anubis. So Anubis will talk actually to saying magical spells to protect the deceased. Then after finishing the mummification, uh, the power will leave. So magical spells written on the, which, which are part of the Egyptian book of the dead, written on the false door to ease the move of the world. Then magical spells you will use to be show respect to the gods, different gods and goddesses so they can open the door for you. A difficult time you will face, scarab will come to eat the deceased. You will recite some spells, it will be harmless. So, it's all magical spells about protecting the, the, the disease during the trip and uh, is the, the move to, to reach the judgment day. 
chapter 125 of Book of the Dead, uh, the most important part, the Judgment Day. So that's the most important uh, part and the most important magical spells because that will help you to, to show that you are good and you did good in your life to get the eternity. So uh, yes, that's, that's the Egyptian Book of Zed. It's magical spells you need in your life and afterlife. So if um, in, in, in Buddhism, I think it's in Buddhism, yes, it's talked about that they do cremation, but they say that the body shouldn't be touched or disturbed for three days after the death because the spirit is there close to the body. Yeah. Does the Egyptian uh, feel the same thing that the spirit is there until mummification yeah. or, and then at mummification, is that when the spirit then goes off to eternity? Exactly. So, oh. but the spirit is divided to Ka and the Ba. Mm -hmm. Ka will stay with the mummy uh, and the Ba will leave. Then the Ba will come back, combine with the Ka again to be alive in the shape of the disease. That's why they do lots of statues, by the way. The statue is, is a living image of, of the disease. So uh, statues carving on the wall. Uh, uh, and the most important uh, example, what you, you will see during your tour, clear, uh, the written spells in the tombs in the Valley of the Kings. So that's many people saw that, maybe you saw that. Uh, they give different names for those spells. So depend on how many spells, but but all about all about the Egyptian Book of the Dead. So don't, don't confuse yourself. Mm -hmm. We say Book of the Carnavan, Book of what, whatever. So all all parts of the Egyptian Book of the Dead. Mm -hmm. uh, certain certain spells. So they given different names for different different tasks. So to make it simple, all about the Egyptian Book of the Dead, the, the spells. And by the way, uh, the Egyptian uh, religion, all about myths and stories and uh, all about magic and the power, powerful, uh, the, the powerful gods and goddesses who use magic to do the, the, the act, like Isis, uh, Osiris. Uh, the, and the main story about that, which, uh, which is very interesting, the myth, of Isis, when Osiris, when 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 Seth cut uh, cut the body of Osiris to uh, uh, many pieces and distributed to all over the uh, nation, and uh, Osiris could get the pieces of uh, uh, Isis could get the pieces of Osiris together with her magical power, yeah. but her magical power wasn't strong enough to get him back to earth, on earth. So she got, she got him alive in, in the underworld only without, he used to be a king before, before uh, he got killed. So she couldn't bring him to life on earth. So he stayed in the underworld and he's a king. So he became the king of the under, the chef of the underworld. So that's all about uh, magic and, uh, Imagination. So uh, that's how how used to uh, think and believe.
And by the way, this, the, the, two, the two sticks he carry, the king tooth coffin, or statues, or whatever, and Osiran, we call it Osiran stand. These sticks for magic. So Paris believe that they are magicians. And the sticks they carry to control the world they live in, so, uh, and the people. So they believe that they are controlling Egypt, controlling the uh, people and having justice that's the power of their magic as more magic you have as more powerful king you are you will not get any magic without giving any respect to the gods and goddesses mm -hmm. all all the scenes in the temples so uh, when you go to any scene of the temple you see mainly gods and goddesses giving uh, sticks of stability or eternity or power to the king. And in return, the king will give uh, offerings and respect to those gods and goddesses. So, uh, that, so that's what you see in a temple. That brings me to another question I have, which has to do with rituals and ceremonies. Yeah. And I'm wondering what type of ceremonies did they have in the ancient times? I know there were many, but we could just say a few. And for what particular occasion? And is that still going on today? Or I, I, rituals and ceremonies are two different things. So it's really two yeah. different questions. So how about if we talk about the ceremonies first, and then we could talk about the rituals? Yes, we, we ceremonies, I, we have the, uh, first we have the oldest, uh, which is uh, the Hepset Feast. Mm -hmm. Hepset Feast, which is kind of re-election, the re-election today. Mm -hmm. So the Hepset Feast is a, a, a ceremony or, uh, uh, and they do that, they do this ceremony every, every three years, or mm -hmm. supposed to be every three years. So uh, what they do in that, they celebrate the king will, will wear the custom of upper and, upper and lower Egypt. Mm -hmm. uh, first upper, upper Egypt or lower Egypt, then he will go to celebrate that with the governor in a, governors in a huge tent. Then go to the back theater, change clothes, change customs, and come back to celebrate as the king of the opposite side, upper Egypt, upper and lower Egypt, so upper Egypt now. Then after that, he will chase a pole, the Spanish game. Like it, it, it's, it's driven from the Egyptians too. So the pharaoh will, will run chasing a pole. And uh, once, once he uh, catches the pole, they will celebrate that he is ready to, to, uh, to, to govern for another three years. So uh, that means he is mentally and physically fit to do the job. Uh, it started. In, in King Zosor uh, project. So when you go to the Step Pyramid area, that's a project built by Imhotep, part of the Red King, which is the pyramid, the tomb, and part for that Hepset feast. You should do that there. This, this uh, ceremony continued until the end of the civilization. But of course, they didn't do it uh, proper, in proper way, but in that way later. Uh, maybe they, they do it easier than that. So because Ramses II died about 90, he will not, he will not chase Apollo while he is 90. 
So, <laughs> so to be, uh, it's he can't do that. So, uh, and supposed to be every three years, not all, all the fairies did it in every three years. So, uh, so that's that's major ceremony. Also, uh, uh, the the Obit feast. Maybe you see that in Luxor and Karnak, the scenes of the Obit feast, where you move the uh, uh, Amun Ra and his wife Mut and the family and Khonsu on on boats on this between the Sphinx's road from Karnak to Luxor Temple, then back, Egyptians will gather and, and on both sides of the Sphinx's road, celebrate and eat, eat uh, lots of food and dance and acrobats. It's, it's a big barat. Mm -hmm. uh, soldiers and the king and the priests and dancers and offerings will be given to Amran to the other temple and to Luxor Temple. So then back to the Karnak Temple, bringing the gods back to the Karnak Temple. That's the barads we have today. So we do barads in streets. That's the start in, the, in, in, in Luxor, in Thebes. And uh, so that was in the ancient times and it's still being done today. No, actually, you do it in, in uh, yes, we do it in Luxor. In, uh, Muslims do that. When the when the when Arabs take over and then people turn it to be Muslims, mm -hmm. uh, they do that. They, they carry a statue. You know, you you will not believe that, but uh, but Muslims do like a celebration of of one of the imams there, and they carry a statue and they go in a, a barad, but which is very close to what the Egyptians to do. But of course, uh, uh, not the same beliefs. Mm -hmm. uh, but what we did last year, maybe you, did, you saw the show when we opened the Sphinx's Road. That we, was we incredible. Did yeah, so we revived that. We did we did a show similar to what you used to do in that time. But of, of course, not fascinating as ancient Egyptians. Just a few people did that. But in that in that time, thousands in this in that road uh, adorned with best clothes, uh, flags, and the army and. The, the the rest of the Egyptians presenting the pharaoh and the temples. I can't so imagine. About what, I can't imagine what it's like to live there. I mean, I was only there for you know two or three weeks, but I can't imagine what it's like to live where, as you're going to work or the store or any of these things, you're walking yeah. down the street and all these sphinx that used to be underground. 30 or 40 years ago are now all uh, are all available to be seen and they've always been sitting there all that time it's like yeah. as much as you keep excavating you keep finding more and more treasures in Egypt it's I think there's so much more to even to discover and there's so much there already but a living with that I wonder if after a while you get like you know that's ancient. It's not you know I live yeah. in an area where things that are a hundred years old is very old here. You know in Northern California, you're living yeah. with thousands and thousands of years, and I'm wondering how that affects the people and the culture living with those because they have to give off energy and. Yeah, actually, actually, I believe that all this treasure and history not belonging to the Egyptians. 
So it, 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 it belongs to humans. Mm -hmm. if, if even in Canada, if you live in Canada, Canadian, that's your history. Right. That, you know, your bathroom. You go to your bathroom and it's very modern, tiled. That's the tiling what Imhotep did in, uh, in under the, the step pyramid. That's the earliest work in stone ever. So people before Imhotep didn't know how to build in stones. And he invented the tiling. The tiling is imitation of the buildings in Memphis, which is palm trees, wood, and ropes. And that's what we have in our bathrooms today, tiling, ropes, and palm trees. So uh, <laughs> people was, don't realize it. I was amazed at some of the, I, I don't remember if it was in the Valley of the Kings, but I went somewhere and yeah. a new room had been discovered or something. And the color on the tile was still as beautiful still, as it was. Like me yesterday. Yeah, and I, I'd never seen it. It was, it was very, and, and you, they were using natural dyes. Or, you know, they weren't using the things they use today. And yeah. uh, those, those lasted forever. Exactly. Uh, the tiles today, I don't think are going to last like yeah. <laughs> the ones of the, of the old time. So the, go ahead. Yeah. So that's because of the belief behind the belief that you want to make something to stay forever. Mm -hmm. So uh, he did something stayed forever. So they, that's what I'm, we are talking about. That's the main subject today. That's the, 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 the beliefs uh, behind all the miracles they did uh, in the time. Yes, eternal, because there's everything is backed by eternity. Yeah, so exactly. of course you want to make it to last forever. You exactly. don't want it to, that, and so just even that kind of thought or mind yeah. thought is such a more positive one than today's culture where we make everything to throw away and get another one. You know, we don't make yeah. anything to last. You know, a, a piece of equipment, a refrigerator, a, a washing machine lasts only 10 years now, where when yeah, I had a washing machine from a long time ago, it lasted 25 years. So the exactly. problems seem to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, yeah. And then filling up with, you know, all well, you're throwing out of all these things. So the Egyptians had a fabulous code and belief that held through yeah. for thousands and thousands of years. I mean, there's a lot and to why, learn from that. And why it happened, why that happens today, because the, the belief is well, I want to make profit. So right. <laughs> that's why I have to make something to, to last for little time only and uh, do another one. Right. The, they believe in that time to have eternal, uh, to have eternal uh, uh, edge for 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 eternal life for everything for anything they do. So, so I want to go on to rituals, and after yeah. the rituals, um, I just want to ask about rituals and tools and magic. And if they're yeah. still being used today, and then I want to go on to uh, talking about the tours that you give. So I'd yeah. like to finish on, I'd like to talk a little bit more about rituals and tools and magic. Rituals, yeah. I guess, are separate and magical tools. Like in the Mongolian people that I've been involved with, the magical tool is the jaw harp. And it's yeah. been used for ancient, you know, since Chinggis Khan's times, and it's still yeah. being used today. What kind of um, magical tools are being used today in Egypt that were being used back then, whether it's flutes or, I don't know. 
actually, I, I want to make it simple and interesting for the audience. Mm -hmm. uh, the music and the the the, the tournaments, the the, the what what the what we use today uh, started in the uh, in the temples, mm -hmm. and uh, the priest who used to do effect on the people and control the people in the time. Still until today. We have uh, singers and actors, and so so so. Uh, what the actors do to 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 have millions uh, loving them and looking for them and following them? What yeah. they do? They, they use magic. The the effect of the people by their magic. Uh, the the thing Michael Jackson got millions all over the the planet. Uh, like the sound he the the way he sing and the music which is unique he used to do. I believe he's a magician. He, it's, it's magic when you hear it. You, you feel better. You get positive waves. So that's uh, that's continued until today. The priest used to, used to do that effect by music and the musicians. Uh, do that today on us. He, they affect us. Uh, you can't do uh, most of the people who go to election use ma uh, music and uh, to affect you sometime in their in in the TV shows or whatever. When you go to war, use music mm -hmm. to to to, uh, to encourage the people to fight. So certain music can push you to, to give their life for for some reason. So music really uh, uh, something we used to use in that time as a as as a tool of magic and we use it uh, today. And so it's a universal language music. Everyone can exactly. feel it and not have feel to it. understand the words. Exactly. So if it's a love uh, song you feel the feelings. You don't exactly. have to so, words. So it's 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 developed and continued until today. So uh, with the same way, by the way. So uh, but instead of having them in the temples, we, we do them in theaters and uh, on on internet or on our equipments. Mm -hmm. So that's very much uh, magical tools we use for certain reasons. By the way, music used also. To spread some ideas and uh, I don't say sometimes agendas, you know. So you 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 get very nice music, effective music, and you put the words which will affect uh, the people. So so some uh, sometime not 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 all, but sometime you use the music. Uh, you, you 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 hire the best musicians. So to to. To affect the people, but the words of the music is 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 pushing you for in certain direction because they are not they know that it will affect you. So uh, uh, people use music today to do to 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 affect people. Yeah. Well, I actually when I was a teenager, which was in the the sixties, rock and roll music was you know, taking over by storm around the world, the rock yeah. and roll music. And we lost some very powerful rock and roll musicians. 
And I always wondered, you know, like I know some of them had drug issues and some of them may or may not have have passed on because of drug abuse. But I never believed that that's the way all of them actually died. I always believed Mm -hmm. that our government somehow interfered because we're getting too powerful with the young people and the messages against the war in Vietnam or protesting Mm -hmm. the government or any of these things that they sung about. And they had giant followings that I think it made the government nervous. And, you know, I've always wondered, I don't know any, I've never heard any of that, but it's just been my own gut level feeling of how powerful. Yeah, sometimes your influence influence get uh, huge and big. And uh, sometimes not everybody happy with that. Right, some people may not like what their message was. So I just want to go on to just what are rituals and if there's a particular ritual you might be able to share with us, maybe one you do yourself or one that's ancient and still done today, and then we'll go on to touring after that. Yeah, uh, rituals continued until today. Uh, As I said before, what we do in the churches, in the Coptic church today, we used to do in the temples. Mm-hmm. The 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 the, uh, the masses we do in the in the in the churches today, we we used to do similar to 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 in in, in the temples, uh, like like uh, recite spells, but uh, instead of 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 reciting those spells to the go- different gods and goddesses. We, we we always recite the spells about Jesus Christ and uh, uh, Christianity and uh, as a piety Christian uh, uh, pray, but but I'm talking about the Coptics. The way they pray, the way they do the the, the style of the doing the recites of the parts of the Bible. I am just doing the style only. Not, mm-hmm. not, not, but the, the prayer or the words, mm-hmm. but the style they do in the they are they are ancient Egyptian, and using essence, using uh, uh, the ways you do the whole uh, the whole uh, masses, very much as we do in the in the uh, ancient uh, Egyptian temples, and that's the reason that we speak the language today. They are the reason that we speak the language today because. Uh, champion used to know many languages. One of them, Coptic language. Uh, what we uh, 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 so he, when he disfilled the language from Zeta Stone, he disfilled only the letters, but he couldn't really know the pronunciation. But Egyptians used to recite uh, or or do the masses in Coptic, in ancient Egyptian language. So he started to to compare what he writes with what they say, the pronunciation. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's how he got pronunciation for the ancient Egyptian language, the hieroglyphic. So uh, so that's very much a good example of what what we used to do and continued until today. So that there is some rituals. Candles. Hmm? Would there be candles in candles, chanting? Exactly. Okay. That's pretty much this to do in the in the temples, and they took that with them when they became mighty uh, Christians. 
Mm-hmm. And later on, actually, uh, there is some effect on other religions too. But uh, but, but that's what, because I'm talking about we call them Coptics. Remember, they are the they, they are the only uh, ancient Egyptians continued keeping their what they do in the temples, and they kept the same doing the after they became Christians. Of course, the rest of the Christians and uh, the, the around the world. Uh, didn't didn't have what well, didn't continue doing what the ancient they are not Egyptians so they right. did, they they did it the, their way or mm-hmm. or the way it should be uh, in the time but but not like the Coptics so that's uh, interesting I like to in my tour sometime I'm lucky to be to to uh, to be in 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 the hanging church in Sundays while they are doing the mass, so you can see from you can see that that and sometimes I ask my my tourists to get in and pray with the Egyptians, so uh, you can see all of that alive. Yes. So uh, yes, so that's very I, interesting. I loved listening to the chanting in the mosque. That was. Yeah. And also just to see how it was all set up in all the little places to pray. And each one had a spot already lined up, all the orderliness of it. Um, exactly, which is which, uh, actually, actually Aachen Aten. Mm-hmm. We saw Aachen Aten in certain scenes doing the same uh, bending on the ground, which is similar to what we do also in the mosques. Yes. So uh, we, have, we are affected by what we used to do in ancient times. So... We're at our top of the hour. And what I'd like to, to two things I'd like to, to finish up with, which is this last question, and then I'll have one more for you as we close. But I was wondering if you could, and take as much time as you like, if you could share about the tours you give and the places you will take them to. And if you could tell them if someone listening to the show is interested in going to um, Egypt and having a tour with you, I'll have it on our description, but I was wondering if you could just verbally tell them if it's an email or a website or where they should go to contact you after you tell us about the tours and the places you would take them to. Yeah, I'd make it simple. I mean, if, if you wanna just uh, want to plan for your tour, just contact me directly uh, through my email, uh, uh, kh underscore n underscore my last name e l h e n n like net n n a w y at hotmail dot com. Again, kh underscore n underscore El Hanawi, E L H E N N A W Y at hotmail.com. Thank you. And, and I, I, you're welcome. And actually, uh, I don't have like certain program for everybody. Up to your interest, uh, we do the two. So, uh, and of course, I like usually. Usually, people look for the classic tour, which is Cairo, Luxor, Aswan. And uh, I believe Egypt today more than that. We have uh, uh, two cities, almost paradise. 
that one was that the one we I saw the most beautiful photos of the water and exactly um and I was like I didn't know that was in Egypt when I saw those I was like we didn't go there <laughs> actually Sharm el Sheikh you mean Sharm el Sheikh Sharm el Sheikh is a city modern city people especially especially Americans don't know about Sharm el Sheikh Sharm el Sheikh yeah. well well known for the Europeans and the British and the other, the Russians and whatever, the other countries. But uh, for the Americans, um, I, 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 I don't know why they, don't, they didn't hear about Sharm Sheikh. Maybe Never they want to sell to you uh, Bahamas and Mexico beaches, and uh, <laughs> they want to sell Sharm Sheikh to you. But Sharm Sheikh is the, the most beautiful spot on Earth. It's paradise on Earth. Plus, it's modern. It's, it, it's not belonging to a developing country. Mm -hmm. It's it's very advanced, very uh, modern and beautiful. Uh, water, water, you see colors underwater. Uh, hundreds, hundreds of species of fishes and the coral reefs. Uh, the only spot on Earth got that kind of uh, underwater and uh, salty, nice water uh, in Red Sea and mainly in Sharm so uh, I like to add, Sharm uh, el-Sheikh always for a few days after this hectic, because uh, uh, you visit every single corner around Egypt and you move from here to there. Uh, maybe the night cruise makes between relaxing and also moving around and walking. And so the night cruise also got a couple of days of relaxing, enjoying the night back. But still, to go to Sharm el-Sheikh after, you will, uh, you will, uh, you will add to it. So, uh, so I like to uh, always. I, uh, I like to offer the classic tour, which is the uh, the, the 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 big of the tour. Of course, the visiting the pyramids, Valley of the Kings, Valley of the Queens, and uh, if you interest, we can visit more important pyramids. Uh, Aswan, as you said amazing city with lots of monuments also. Uh, Abu Simple also very close to Aswan, so you have to, if, if you like, of course, but I always I recommend it to visit Abu Simple, close to Aswan. Um, and later on, you relax for two, three days in paradise with Sharm Sheikh. And the Sharm Sheikh got magical sun, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, I like, my family like to visit every year. So you feel you just stay on the Red Sea, let the sun hit you, you feel really happy. So you forget every single negative thoughts. Yes. <laughs> so you feel really happy. So uh, I like for, for our audience to have this kind of experience. And I do it my way, by the way, the way I do the tools. Mm -hmm. I accompany you once you come from the plane and send you back to the plane. So I'll be with you in every single step. And in some parts, actually, sometimes I leave you alone. You feel like I want you to feel the spirit of the places. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but of course, I'm with you all the time. So, uh, I so want that's to say, how I do tours. Uh, last time we talked over a year ago, things have changed drastically in tourism because a year ago it was still the tales of COVID and people yeah. weren't ready to travel. 
and the posts that I've seen you'd had recently in Facebook is that you were so busy. <laughs> I'm so glad you had time to do a podcast because there've been nothing but tours and people coming from all over to enjoy uh, being in Egypt with you. So I'm very happy for you that that has changed. And everywhere, uh, of course. It's, it's surprising me. Uh, actually, you remember two, three years ago, I kept saying to my tourists, Egypt is safe, Egypt is clean, Egypt is... That's the most, uh, uh, it wasn't that expensive like now. Uh, I kept saying that that's, a, that, that's a, a, a chance for you. Please use that chance. That the, Egypt is empty. Uh, Sphinx will be for you, for you alone. Uh, value of the things will be empty. Uh, last, this, last winter, uh, I, 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 I shouted with the uh, number of tourists. It's like invasion. It wasn't. It wasn't tourism. It was invasion. Yes. So, <laughs> hundreds of buses waiting. And you know, if you visit Egypt, of course, many of the audience visit Egypt before. Uh, under Mina House, Oberoi, waiting to come up. I I spent two hours to to get in the pyramid site. So that's a new record in tourism. So uh, I believe I believe Nikki's here. So. The, the, is there a time of year that is not as crowded with the tourists, but still a good time where it's not so hot? That yeah. uh, is there months that what what's the what's the good month for that? The season starts from uh, September to to May. September so, to May. To May, but but of course, uh, if you have no choice, then to to do it during Christmas. That that's the the the. the not easy to find a place in in a cruise or a hotel or in a plane. So so Christmas time is is difficult. That's the busiest. Busiest. So I like also I like to do the tour I my way. So I like to choose certain places, uh, view on the Nile, uh, certain flights, uh, do the balloon in the dawn. I don't like I don't like to do the balloon about six seven o'clock. Yeah. After, after when it's really light, there is light or, or sun there. Mm -hmm. So I like to do it in the dawn. So I like to do it my way. So uh, if you come earlier, like if you come in September or October, uh, that will be good and yes. before Christmas. And yes. it comes down temporarily after Christmas. So if you come in February, March, also that uh, will, be, will be good. Mm -hmm. But still, the season from the end of August, weather will become better. See September until May. Until May. Still, uh, June, July, August, not bad. If you if you if you like to come uh, in that time, mm -hmm. also we can do it without suffering. But still, I like you to enjoy. I mean, uh, uh, to enjoy the uh, walking and to enjoy our sun because our, uh, the sun in Egypt magical sun. Heals, yeah. uh, we didn't talk about healing. Mm -hmm. My tour is healing. I mean, I mean, we we eat healthy food. We don't use any hydrated fat or uh, uh, mainly olive oil, sesame oil. Uh, uh, all the food I offer health. We walk a lot while we eating lots of healthy food. We 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 are under the sun, healthy sun. Uh, 
during the tour on the night cruise or while we are walking, and mainly in Sharm el Sheikh, and the salty water of the Red Sea, will you you, you will be younger twenty years or so. So be under a spell. I'm serious. Yes, I, I loved. I was. We only went down the Nile for two days. Yeah, and I think you can go much longer than two days. We were only two days, but it yeah. was the most memorable, delicious food, and just the gliding down the. I mean, and knowing that you're going down a river that yeah. is the ancient. It's 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 magic. It's yeah, magic. and and our son actually, you know, we don't have serious diseases. Mm -hmm. I have to give some points. Uh, we have to, we don't have serious diseases. I mean, we you know nothing to worry about. You know, we don't no, have malaria don't, or right, our mosquitoes. Take are, shots to go there. <laughs> yeah, if there is mosquitoes, if there is mosquitoes, they are friendly. I mean, <laughs> they do nothing. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, also, the sun is healing, as I said. Uh, 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 most of the people think about tourism and tourists, the, 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 the news, that was the, the good news, what the, the media did, doesn't talk about, Egypt is the safest spot on earth today. Wow. You would say that I'm exaggerating the point. No, I'm not exaggerating the point. I live here, I, I, I saw how it, uh, how it used to be and what we did, we are fighting terrorism about 10 years now. And what, what the media doesn't tell you, that we won the battle. We won the battle against them. On the only country in the world, in the world, won the battle against terrorism. They are out of the nation or gone. So a huge fight in Sinai and around the nation. And also we are fighting the, all the radical, radical, the only mm -hmm. Islamic country fighting the radical beliefs. So in mosques and churches, uh, no hate speeches. So uh, the, the, the government is tough in that. Mm -hmm. So uh, we don't have any tourists or tourism organizations or any, we don't have any of them can do any act in any part around, and around the nation. And I, I know what I'm talking about. The country is very safe. Mm -hmm. And so uh, maybe the chance of a terrorist act is presented everywhere around that plant mm -hmm. uh, in high percentage or little percentage, not in Egypt today. So you'll, you, you'll surprise about what I'm saying, but that's the truth today. A huge fight lasted 10 years, uh, ended by a victory for us to have the country safe. And we are trying to spread our experience for the countries around. So uh, the Arabs, the Gulf countries, Israel, Libya. So uh, little by little, you will have the same experience how to fight that. Mm -hmm. Iraq today, you don't hear about what they used to have. They, they are in cooperation with Egypt to how to deal with that. And Iraq today, you don't hear about bombing or problems or whatever. While Iraq used to be, you know, heaven of uh, terrorists. Mm -hmm. So today they are in better shape because they cooperate with us in Israel also. Uh, they, are, they are kind of uh, much better. 
uh, both the, actually the Palestinians and the Israelis in much better shape today because they are uh, got rid of terrorists, not totally as us, mm-hmm. but still uh, the, the Middle East is getting better today uh, because of what we did. So uh, hopefully, hopefully you use the advantage of that. So that's the advantage that plus also the economy is rising uh, jump. Mm-hmm. So later on, if you pay, if you if you, if you pay a penny today, to the, tomorrow you will pay five pennies, or I mean, I mean five times what you what you will pay this oh, season. That's making me so, think of my my last two nights in. Uh, uh, we didn't stay in very fancy uh, hotels when we were yeah. in Egypt, but the last two nights we stayed at the King's Palace. Yeah, and, and that's where I bought Meet my house. Oh, it yeah. was. And so I'm sure whatever I paid then, it must be five times, 10 years later, must be five exactly. times more the money. And uh, and I love and cherish my clothing and rugs and things yeah. that I brought back from Egypt. Um, yeah, that's, for little money, you can have fun. You can have shopping. You can, you can enjoy. And uh, I love my Galabayas. <laughs> yeah. That's, I have to that, show this on the... I don't know if you can see this, but it's such a beautifully embroidered. Beautiful. I think this was red one. I'm not sure, but this is the the color. Yes. Yes. So this draws (laughs) us to the end, and I was wondering if there's. I always just ask my last question. Uh, Actually, I have to add a point, which is important. Yes. Uh, The the way I do tools, uh, and uh, it's it's up to your up to your needs. Mm-hmm. Actually, big companies charge about three times or more what what you will pay with me, because because uh, that's how they do business. So uh, I, I hire the best of everything. So so that's another chance. So you don't have to take it from one company. I, so I I have the best. I of already everything. talked to my girlfriend. I said to her, she said, "I want to go back to Egypt," and I said, "I want to go back to Egypt." So we're already and, trying to plan our return to Egypt with you. Plan. Yeah. <laughs> and if you did, if you visited Egypt before, mm-hmm. the way you will do it with me, like you didn't visit Egypt before. So we'll do it in a very different way. That's so, wonderful. Yeah, great. I I encourage people to support the personal person that's doing it. It's for me that's so much better than supporting a giant company. I would much yeah. rather have the assistance of someone like you, that's an Egyptian person, that's a yeah. historian and highly educated to be able to share the knowledge of the travel through such an amazing place. And I love my job, actually. I love to, to do that, that job. Uh, plus, uh, it's not about making a profit. So uh, the trip will be for the good, for the tourist, well, of course, for me. So, yes. Uh, but I always I look for the good for the tourist because that's my reputation. That's why. That's how I do business. You go back and you you say, okay, you, if you want to do Egypt, you have to do it with 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 that name, and uh, uh, I'm sure that he will do it right. So, so that's while, that. while we while we've been discussing this. Our listeners have been able to see photos of yeah. places you have taken tourists to. So uh, I, I, they're not only getting to hear you, but they're getting to see the photos of places that you've taken your people to. 
So they'll have both information. So that's going to be really, really good. So is there any words of wisdom or anything you'd like to close with as we come to our end here? Yeah, wisdom. Uh, <laughs> actually, I, 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 uh, I hope I, I, I like to see I, I like to see you and see your your friends in Egypt very soon. So, so, so in Egypt. Yes. Uh, uh, that will be really for the good for the good of you and for for us. And uh, be safe and uh, uh, take care of yourself, you know, until we meet. So, <laughs> that's and, and uh, enjoy life. I mean, I mean, that's that's what what I can say. So live live as live uh, live as an Egyptian. So <laughs> enjoy life. Uh, think positive and uh, eat very well. So, uh, so that's very much what I uh, that's, what I can say. Yeah, <laughs> that's perfect words of wisdom. So just okay. hold on for one sec. Don't disappear yet. I want yeah. all our listeners today for liking, sharing, subscribing, commenting, and just for coming along with us on this ride. When okay. uh, last time we had Khalid here, it was our twentieth episode. Now he's going to be, I think, episode 54 or 55 yeah. somewhere. So we've had a lot of uh, interesting people in between. And we really enjoy that you're sticking with us. So remember, you share you. your stories. Stories can heal. And enjoy having people from other countries in the world in your living room today. So you're thank welcome. you. And have a you're wonderful, welcome. wonderful week. Thank you. Same to you. Thank you. And also thanks to my family for producing the show, a small, medium at large podcast. We love having you and we look forward Thank to you. hearing your comments. Have a great yeah. week, people. Bye. Bye.